0: This episode is powered by Tom DeLeo Day Financial Planning Services. On today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together.
1: Like other people who buy a lot of stuff and pack it all in their house, you can physically see their issue.
0: Yeah. Some of us hoard
1: sexual relationships. Some of us hoard friendships. Some of us hoard, you know, experiences And all of that stuff, like I was saying, how I would keep all of that information in my head about people and what they've done to me. Right. That's a form of hoarding.
0: This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit blackgirlsgettingtheirshifttogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one on one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. A Tribe Vibe is a twist on Ladies Night, focusing on self-care for Black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune into this week's episode. Bring my lovely guest on, and you're probably going to recognize her because she's one third of the trio of talk, Talking Dope Shift. It's a talk show that we have on Instagram with also with Tashara Talks. So I'm going to bring the lovely Erica Warren out of the waiting room. Hey.
1: How you doing,
0: sis? Good. Hey, Ursula. How you? I'm doing well. I had a great day today. You know how my day went.
1: I know. You got some working out in and everything. You're going to be fine, fine. <laughs> you
0: know, that's the plan. Yes. Happy New Year to you.
1: Happy New Year to you. 2022. Okay.
0: I know it. All right. So this is Erica Warren. She is one of the hosts of talking, excuse me, of Dope Discussions Live Make sure and check out her YouTube channels It's very great informative conversations and she's also big and huge into self-development.
1: Yes, yeah well, thank you for having me again and thank you for letting me kick off the new year with you.
0: You know when I put the calendar out, I was so happy. I was like, oh Erica, she had the first <laughs> the first date available so yeah I am truly honored that I can have you on my platform. Yes. But um we're going to get right into it. So tonight's topic of discussion is about letting go, certain things to let go of in 2022. Yes. And this is a good motivation because at the beginning of the year a lot of people always talk about having uh their new year's resolutions or the word of the year. So mm-hmm. I look at it as a pivot and a different mindset that can carry us through. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I stopped setting new year's resolutions uh, a while back because it started to, I started to notice that I was carrying the same things over and over into the into the new year. And I was like, so, and then it makes you feel like you're not doing anything but you have to really go back over that year and realize you did do a lot. You accomplished a lot. It may not have been the things that you set out in your mind originally uh, from the offset of the year to accomplish. But that's the thing. Like God says, show me your plan and I'll show you mine. So every time we make a plan, God trumps our plan. So things don't always go in the, in the way that we think they're going to go. But we still accomplished a lot. It just wasn't what you actually set out to accomplish that year.
0: Oh man, I love that. You know, that's I love what you said because when you set a goal or a resolution, if you don't achieve it, that already sets you back. That already Mm -hmm. has you in a defeated mindset. And then Mm -hmm. it's just like, Oh, well, I didn't do it. So Yep,
1: try it again next year.
0: Try it again next year, and I'll just keep repeating some of the old ways or (laughs) toxic ways and yeah. rinse and repeat
1: one of my biggest deals is is the the weight loss and you know the gyms are packed in the month of January and by February people are like man forget it <laughs>
0: yes so I don't know if you knew this I used to be a spinning instructor and aqua aerobics instructor
1: no I didn't know that you didn't know
0: that no
1: ma'am
0: yeah for 13 years what I just recently retired literally two weeks before COVID. It had nothing to do because COVID wasn't around, but literally yeah. two weeks. So I can tell you that's a fact. The gyms are packed as mm-hmm. of today. Yeah. And literally, this usually from my classes, it was the second week of February. And then <laughs> it the starts desert. to die off. Yeah. You couldn't even get a, a spot in the parking lot. Wow. So, um, I'm going to pull up this graphic and this isn't everything to let go, but these are just some that just speak my interest. And these are some things that we could leave behind in 2022. Yeah. So, um, I'm cause this is going to be an audio podcast. I'm going to read some of these and then you let me know which one sticks out to you. Okay. So I have constant comparison, negativity, one-sided friendships, self-criticism, unhealthy habits, grudges, inadequacy, trying to be perfect, guilt, and yeah. What sticks mm-hmm. out to you?
1: Um the grudges. That that was a big one for me, and the comparison. The constant comparison. And I think that's huge for a lot of people, especially now in the era of social media, where you get to be bombarded all day, every day with the snapshots of other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's very, very hard as a human being not to look at somebody else's life or things that they're doing and not compare yes, it's very, very hard. You have to really be centered in yourself, know who you are, know what your purpose is to not get sidetracked by what other people are doing.
0: Right. And you know, uh, as a piggyback on that, comparing others. So as you know, today, this morning I worked out, so I put some weight on since I've been really, uh, so really, since I stopped teaching, it just hasn't been the same. So I'm working out and I'm getting winded and I'm going back to how I kill this workout without mm-hmm. being so winded. So I find myself comparing my old self to my new self.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Yeah. And then I'm, I'm literally, I'm defeated. And I'm like, damn, Erse, you used to, you could have, you should. have, And I'm thinking that, that. I needed to let that go and I had to literally ground myself while I was lifting my weights cuz I should have been grateful that I could even one drive to the gym, yeah. two have the money to pay for a membership, and three that I'm still in physical, I'm physically able to still do it.
1: And you have the drive to do it. Cuz some people they want the results, but they don't even have the the drive to get up and do what needs to be done to get the results. Mm-hmm. So to be blessed to have that drive is a big, is a big thing as well. And I resonate with what you said about comparing myself today to what I used to be and how I used to look. And that right. is one of my biggest enemies. Cause sometimes when I'm not at my, I'm not at the weight that I feel I should be at. Mm-hmm. When I look at myself in the mirror, I'm like, no, that's, that's not me. I, I know how I look. I know how I'm supposed to look. Right? You're not reflecting what I see in my head. <laughs> so I'm just going to break this mirror. This mirror is lying.
0: Flip the, <laughs> flip the mirror over. Right. It's a lying mirror.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I also love what you said about grudges. Because I heard you say on your podcast, and this was what piqued my interest to invite you, when you talked about grudges and how you let certain things go, on how you felt after you let it go, you wanna talk about that?
1: Who? I used to pride myself, and I actually thought that it was a good trait to have to be able to hold a grudge and keep account of things that people have done to me in the past that hurt me Mm -hmm. in order to remind myself to never let them, you know, have that power again or never let them get that close again. So I would hold all that stuff and I would remember the date, the time, the place, what (laughs) happened, what you said, what I said, because it was like, if, if, if you ever, if I ever get in a situation with you where, You're trying to get close to me and I'm trying to hold you at arm's length. Mm -hmm. I got to remind you of what it was and what you did so I can let you know this is why I'm treating you like this is because on such and such date, at such (laughs) and such time, you said this. I said that you did this. It hurt me. And that's why I don't deal with you no more. It's the receipts for me. (laughs) And I thought that was, I thought that was an admirable characteristic and a trait to have Mm -hmm. until down the years it started to become too heavy. Mm. It was a weight on my shoulders. It was a weight on my heart. Cause you have to constantly remind yourself of the anger. You have to constantly remind yourself of the pain in order to keep it going. Yes. And you're reliving it all over again, and you're staying stuck. Them people, them people forgot all about that. Yes. They're moving on with their life. They're happy, mm-hmm. and you're still in the same spot, waiting on them to come and apologize or fix what they did to you, so that you can move on with life. Mm. And and it's crazy. And so once I started to let go of all of that stuff, forgive. And some of it, I even forgot. And that was the best part, because, you know, you you hear the saying, I might forgive you, but I'll never forget. Wow. Sometimes there's a blessing in the forgetting. Because now you got a clean
0: slate in your heart. I never thought about it like that.
1: And your Hmm. heart is not marred by that memory so that the next person that comes along doesn't have to deal with all that all of those weeds and branches of your heart from remembering and they get a fresh, they, you know, I used to be so sad that I couldn't go back sometimes and be the naive person that I used to be when I really did believe in the goodness of people. We get robbed of that when we go through certain heartbreaks and letdowns and disappointments. A lot of times we get robbed of, Just that naivete of, you know, believing that people are good, because once you go through life and you start to automatically assume that everybody is bad or that everybody has some kind of ulterior motive, Mm -hmm. it makes you move different in life. And a lot of times you miss out on opportunities to have joy and happiness in your life because you're so suspicious that it's not it's not really what you think it is.
0: Wow. Wow. Ooh, you said a word. Mm. And you're right. You'll start, uh, that person will date the damaged version of you. Hardened. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part
0: of you. Um, let me pull this graphic up again. So let's see. What else? The self-doubt. hmm that resonates with me because um, I will always, literally always question myself. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And then I would ask other people, what do you think about this? Well, I was thinking this. So what do you think about, and I'll literally go to different people. And I really didn't think anything was wrong with it. I didn't think Yeah, of, I don't know if I should say a character flaw, but no, that is. Yeah. <laughs> it is it's a character, character flaw.
1: After you go through all those different people, does it kind of take you off of what your original thought was, or or are you more confused after the fact?
0: Oh, I'm extremely confused. It looked like if you can imagine my brain mm-hmm. like um oh a bowl of spaghetti, and each thought is a spaghetti string. <laughs> That's just how my brain was, and I'm like, what the hell did I even? What was my thought process? What was what was the mission of this? And then I just I just totally forgot and I was off course and it just, it was a mess. Yeah. But what I found out through uh, therapy as well as some of my own thought process that how I grew up is what caused this
1: mm-hmm.
0: because I was brought up where you were always gaslit,
1: lit mm. so and then you had to question your own reality and your own thoughts
0: yeah exactly so yeah. then it resonated into it even though it's small little nuances of it but i'm still second guessing myself it just looks different
1: yeah yeah i can identify with that too and i think One of my big last year I had I made a podcast, um, an audio podcast episode where I talked about procrastination. And it was a personal thing that I was, you know, I was talking to the audience, but I was actually talking to myself. Wow. Because I think that goes hand in hand with self-doubt is the procrastination is that I'll put it off tomorrow I don't have everything I need to make it just right yet. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to do a little more research or, you know, I need to run it by a couple of more people or right. you know, I need to wait and see, you know, if God gonna, gonna gonna put steer me in that way or if he gonna tell me to do something different. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes. I, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. And then next thing you know, it's
0: 2035.
1: <laughs> mhm. hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, you're beating yourself up and you have you have some kind of um, self contempt because mm-hmm. you did not do what you said you was going to do. So you let yourself down. And that's one of the biggest things to um, to reconcile is that. I'm not even being true to myself. Ooh. And I'm mad at myself. So how am I going to relate to other people when I'm not even feeling good about me?
0: See, and that causes stress, Mm -hmm. self-induced stress. Speaking of that, I'm going to read this. This is a quote from, I got from psychology today and it resonated with me. And it said, letting go of a negative in your life that causes you stress, such as a toxic relationship or an unfulfilling job could free you up and improve your sense of well-being and your mood, your Mm -hmm. self-esteem and confidence. We then see ourselves and our world in a much improved way.
1: Mm -hmm. When, When the way that you actually see yourself lines up with your reality and how you're operating... Mm -hmm. You have such a self sense of peace. Yes. Because you don't feel like you're like this, this term that they're, you know, talking about now the imposter syndrome.
0: Yes.
1: You don't feel like an imposter. You feel like I'm really being who I really, I'm being the person that I say I am Mm -hmm. in my words and my actions.
0: Yes. Your authentic self. Mm hmm. And anyone listening, if you have any questions or you want to drop some comments or anything that resonates with you, make sure and drop your light bulb emojis. Cause we're the enlightened tribe here. Yes. You know, um, we you know what speaking of procrastination, I'm glad you said that because next week, my guest is Ladana and she is a therapist and she specializes in procrastination
1: who look at that
0: yes in alignment i'm to have alignment. to tune into
1: that the next week
0: listen <laughs> i'm
1: gonna be i'm gonna be i'm gonna have my arm my chest plate on be like oh
0: she punched me in this chest. <laughs> She, I'm telling you, you, when you listen to watch her Instagrams, I swear to God, I'm triggered every time, <laughs> every time. So I know we're on a time constraint, so we're going to get right into some other things. We're going to skip over. We're going to get into the meat. OK, so these are some things, some relationships that no longer serves us, something that we should let go. In 2022. So I'm going to put this graphic up. So some things, some ro- uh, relationship to let go. In 2022, romantic relationships, jobs, relatives, friendships,
1: <clears throat>
0: situationships. <laughs>
1: Entitlements. Finance, right. <laughs> Dietary
0: and spiritual. So <laughs> yeah. What resonates with you on that list?
1: Uh, I would say more than anything, probably the friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, romantic relationships, those have been um, the bane of my existence for years past, mm-hmm. but in recent years, um, since I have not, I have not been in a relationship in maybe the last, um, four years. Right. Because I've been actually doing the work to make sure that my next romantic relationship is the healthiest one that I've ever been in.
0: I know that's you better speak your speech girl.
1: Right. And I, it- and, and I'm making sure that it's going to be a significant relationship and a long lasting relationship.
0: Yes, so ma'am.
1: I'm not going, I'm not in like a, I'm not in a hurry, but I'm ready. Yes. So as far as friends and family, um, that's one of the hardest ones for us all mm-hmm. to recognize because we grow, we grow up with all of these toxic and dysfunctional belief systems that, no matter what, no matter what type of relationship you have with family, that's still family. And there's no reason whatsoever that you should have to cut that relationship off or detach yourself. And that's the most unhealthy thing that we have to unlearn Absolutely. in our society. Because if a person, if a relationship is killing you in the inside. hmm. You got to protect that first at all costs, regardless of what's going on on the outside.
0: Right.
1: And so, cutting off friends and family is one of the hardest thing for us all to do. It's easily for it's easier for us to attach than detach.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: And I know for me personally, like I said on on my show, because of my fear of abandonment from my childhood, because of my fear of rejection, because of, you know, my never wanting to let anything go. I'm taking everything with me from the past on into the future, holding on to it, taking it with me, hoping that I can bring it in the future with me and somehow change it and make it better.
0: Oh, my God. Yes.
1: it's broken right now, but if I just hold on to it long enough, maybe I can fix it down the line.
0: Mm-hmm. But not
1: understanding it's holding me in the same spot. I'm not moving. I'm not going nowhere.
0: No. No. I'm
1: still in the same spot because I'm holding all of this stuff that I need to let go of. Once, once I grasp that concept, that saying that um, elevation requires separation. mm. And for a person who has a fear of abandonment, to think about the concept of being by yourself and letting relationships go, that's the scariest thing to face. Absolutely. But once it, once it became a, a choice between keeping my soul intact mm-hmm. or keeping a relationship intact, I had to choose my soul.
0: I had to choose
1: my spirit. I had to choose, you know, I can't let outside things snuff out the light that's inside of me. Because Mm -hmm. when I was in my first marriage, I started to feel that light going out every day, every day, every day. That light was getting dimmer and dimmer. And it became a a choice of survival. Is that I'm not about to let you kill me. Right. You're killing me softly every day.
0: It's a slow death. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah, I'm like that when it comes to family as well. I'm. De- it's a work in progress, like right now, real time. Uh, I was telling a friend of mine that with some relationships, if you ever watched that movie, The Good Son, mm-hmm. and- there was that scene in the movie where the mother was holding on to her child or the the nephew and she had to let one go yeah and i was that mom like just still holding on to these yeah. relationships and i it sounds so cliche now how it no longer serves me but they don't but I had to realize some things about myself, and you touched on it with the abandonment mm-hmm. uh, from childhood, and I never knew that because I had a two parent household, mm-hmm. but you can have emotional abandonment as well, which yeah. I had no idea. So um, shout out to Sarita Yvonne. I've been taking her class, and I found out something about myself: how I hold on and whew, hard to let some things go. So she talked about a, a a drama triangle. Yeah, and then you have a role in it. You start off as a, a rescuer, and you know that's where you're holding on to it, and you fill in the blank with whatever it is. Yeah. and if you do not comply then you become the victim. Well, why didn't they do such and such? (laughs) I'm holding on to this relationship. I've been with him for 20 years or I've been at this job for 20 years. Tomorrow's going to be better. And then before you know it, another 20 years goes by. And when that doesn't work, then you transition over into a persecutor. You know what? Since you're not complying, you're not saying... You're not acting right. I'm going to have an attitude. Yeah. I'm not going to talk. Silent you know, treatment. All these poor communication skills. So, ooh. yeah, I, I, that's some. I learned a lot in her class. And I invite anybody to go on to love you. com. And she's been a guest on the show. And Yeah, she's good. She's isn't good. Isn't she? Ooh, she'll blow your damn head <laughs> off. Literally.
1: Straight so, no chaser.
0: Exactly. So um what else on that list? Here it is.
1: Man, financial. I had <clears throat> this is something that many people will this probably be one of the last things that people will actually admit out loud that they have an issue with. Mm-hmm. Because we are in a society where we all want to look like we have it together. We got it going on. We we got it, you know what we doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we don't, we know how to make it look like we know what we're doing.
0: Right. While
1: while the mess is falling all apart in the background. And financial is tied into you can't be a responsible financial person when you're ruled and governed by your traumas. When you're ruled and governed mm-hmm. by past hurts and pains, when you are in survival mode, mm-hmm. you're not going to be making rational financial decisions. Not at all. When you're, tr- when you're, when you're trying to mask and numb and distract yourself from unresolved pains and disappointments, mm-hmm. You're not going to be making rational financial decisions because you're looking for things to help you numb the pain, to help you uh, distract yourself from what's going on in your mind at the moment. Mm-hmm. So whatever you need to do right there in that time, in that moment to get what you need to get. You're going to spend money on it.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I've done so many dumb things with money, you know, uh, get extension on the light bill so I can buy a new outfit so I can go out to the club and maybe get Mm -hmm. hit on and maybe find a, a, a dude to give me some attention. Right. You know, or just go and buy myself something to make me feel better in that moment.
0: Well, yeah. You know, it's, it's a socially accepted coping mechanism. You know, that mm-hmm. looks a lot better. Not saying it's right, but it looks a lot better than shooting up.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's something that's you're not hurting anybody. Right. It's more socially acceptable because you're not hurting anybody. But in the end, you will be hurting yourself.
0: hmm. Exactly. With the financial part, for me, how that resonates. So I didn't grow up poor. Mm hmm. I don't remember ever going without, I don't know what my parents had to do to make it look that way, Mm -hmm. but a lot of the poor financial decisions I've made, like you said, on that survival mode Mm -hmm. and subconsciously, you know, I always talk about that window running in the background Mm -hmm. subconsciously because Money wasn't of abundance growing up, or even as a young adult, I almost didn't feel like I deserved it. So I'm gonna get rid of it.
1: Yeah, so hurry up and get rid of it.
0: Hurry up and get rid of it.
1: Wow. So then
0: it's that repeated cycle of the the tension, the stress, because it is familiar. Doesn't mean it's right, yeah. But it's familiar.
1: Yeah. And
0: I cannot think. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I'm looking at my floors. So, years ago, my floors looked good. Yeah. Oh, there was a sale at IKEA. I just want to redo all of my floors, knowing damn well <laughs> I needed to keep that money in my account.
1: <laughs> yeah. It just was going to make you feel good to see that new floor.
0: It did. And it literally felt like a shot of the excitement of talking the people down. Oh, it's already on sale. Okay. Well, how how much more can I get off of? Like it was, it was so, <laughs> even now talking about it, I get excited.
1: It was an adrenaline rush.
0: It, it was.
1: Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Doesn't mean it was right, but yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I recognize looking back as, as when I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. We My mom was a single parent for, for many years until she um, remarried my stepfather Um, but looking back at it, I, I know that I got that from her because she was addicted to the home shopping network. She would keep it on that channel all day long and it wouldn't be stuff that she needed. It was, it's just the sounds like a good deal. Right. So I need to call in and get it. She was, um, she was addicted to those finger hut books. And, you know, they give you credit. Up front to buy the stuff and then you have to pay for it later. Mm -hmm. So it's it's too it's too tempting that you're going to let me get stuff and then I can pay for it later. And I know I can't pay for it later, but I'll think about that. then. Right. And so I saw my mom do all of that stuff where she would get credit cards, she would get stuff on credit and then when it was time to pay for it, when she couldn't pay for it, she would just let it, you know, go bad in her, on her credit report.
0: Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar.
1: And, it, and now that I think back on it, it was, I know she was in a depression. I know that she was suffering from anxiety. I know that she dealt with trauma from an abusive marriage and, her childhood. I know all of this stuff and all of that stuff was symptoms of that. Mm-hmm. But as a child, I didn't know what that was. I just thought my mom just liked to shop and buy right. stuff that she didn't
0: need. Which leads over to something else. I just thought of of things to let go clutter
1: clutter.
0: I yes. somewhere if you, you look at your, your home. hmm and if it has an abundance of things, mm. not what do you call it, kotchkes? Yes. Uh, just things and you probably really never needed it. Yeah. This, the clutter. And it goes back to buying things that you think you want or you want, but you don't really need it. And how it's in my life coach told me this, how it's always good to constantly clean, but not even clean, but purge. Yes. let it go and when I did a deep cleaning I'm embarrassed to say but I'm going to say it I had so many duplicates wow I I mean anywhere from my kitchen (laughs) cabinet to in my bathroom closet stuff that
1: you bought you forgot you had and you bought it again
0: just because I got that rush oh it's a good deal let me get it (laughs) I have four deodorant sticks. I had no idea that I had four. Yes. Three bottles of ketchup. I mean, it made no sense. It made no sense.
1: That's that programming in the background running.
0: Exactly. It's, It's not
1: conscious. It's subconscious.
0: Exactly.
1: And just think about all that. You know, nowadays we know that's called hoarding but we didn't know what that was back then but i think about all some of us have some of us hoard it's not you can't physically see it like other people who buy a lot of stuff and pack it all in their house you can physically see their issue yeah some of us hoard sexual relationships some of us hoard friendships some of us hoard you know, experiences and all of that stuff. Like I was saying how I would keep all of that information in my head about people and what they've done to me. Right. That's a form of hoarding. Indeed. And when I think back in college, when I was, you know, accumulating sexual partners, mm-hmm. you know, trying to feel a void, trying to feel affection, trying to feel wanted, trying to feel desired. That was a form of hoarding because it was never enough.
0: Yeah, it because of external, you know, mm-hmm. when you learn more about yourself, get to your true authentic self, mm-hmm. you'll start to feed that internally, intrinsically, as opposed to having outside factors do it for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Whew. So it's a lot. It's a lot. And I am keeping track of the time. So- well, I- I think we
1: we can go over a little bit, though. If we, okay, yeah, we can.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Anyone, if you have any questions, again, just feel free to put in the comments or any light bulb moments. Also, I am streaming on Facebook today. However, that's just because I'm feeling good for the new year. But I definitely want everyone who's watching right now to go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe because that's what I'm going to be going forward. But, you know, every so often I'll give little nuggets like today, but make sure and subscribe to my channel and make sure and go on Dope Discussions live on Erica's channel and subscribe.
1: Yes, we love to have y'all a part
0: of the community. Yes and if you forget Take a screenshot right now Of this It's Dope Discussions live on YouTube Now let's get back to this uh, Right here We um We pretty much went over Oh you know what resonates with me The mm-hmm. job Who oh. Letting go of mm. certain Things So I had an extremely toxic ass job. Mm. It was horrible. And I stayed in it like, like the job was my man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get better tomorrow. It's going to get better.
0: Yeah. It's going to get better tomorrow. So I'm just going to see how it looks tomorrow. But right now I'm just going to get through the day. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow turned into almost 20 years. Ooh, Ooh. not good. Not good. And I vowed that if it doesn't feel right, I'm not old school like like my mom. You know, I'm first generation American. Yeah. So my mom, she's just glad to be in America, right? Yes. So you're gonna take the opportunity that's given to you, and you stay. You become yeah. loyal because you should be gr- grateful.
1: Oh, that yeah. that there, and I'm Ooh. glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to dig deep into that mindset of what makes us stay in situations that we know consciously mm-hmm. is not good for us. It's not serving any purpose in our life, Mm-mm. but it it's just a it's familiar and it's comfortable because it's familiar. Exactly. And, and then we've been raised with this, like you said, um, loyalty. And then we've been taught that when you put a certain amount of time and energy into something, you don't just let go of it. You don't just give up on it. But you you're not gonna get that time back. Mm. You're not gonna get it back. And if it's not giving you back what you put into it, what you still stand there for? Exactly. And it's killing
0: you on the inside. Yeah.
1: And I think more than more than not, we teach we teach girls this thing where, you know, self-sacrifice. You have to sacrifice to get things out of life and you'll get, you'll get rewarded down the line. And, you know, you're not supposed to be, we teach our kids, don't be selfish, be givers. But so we set them up to put themselves in situations where they're giving to something that doesn't give back. And I think this generation is starting to wake up and break out of that and understand everything that you do in life should be reciprocal. Mm -hmm. If you choose to give and know that you're not going to get anything back and that's what you want to do, that's one thing. But if you're in a situation where you're expecting something back and you're not getting it. You're not a bad person. If you walk away from that, that's Mm. relationships, that's family, that's jobs, that's mindsets, behaviors, places, things, whatever it is. If it doesn't have to feed you in the same exact way that you're feeding it, but it has to give something back.
0: Exactly. If it's giving nothing back, you're wasting time. See, and that goes back to that drama triangle I learned from Sarita's class. The loyalty, being the rescuer. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's not right. Oh, well, I'll stay another day. I'll stay another year. Okay, now Mm -hmm. you're being a victim. Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, because it puts you in a situation where you get to feel like, you know, I've done all of this. And this is how you choose to treat me. Mm -hmm. But you did all that. They didn't. If they didn't have a gun to your head. If they wasn't forcing you to stay there. Exactly. You can't play the victim and also participate and volunteer. Ooh. Mm.
0: Yeah. Choose one. Choose one. You're right. Oh, my God. So also on that list. Is the
1: spiritual? Mm Hmm. Wait. Was it (laughs)
0: spiritual or religion? Let's see. Spiritual. Spiritual. So I'm just gonna plug in religion. Yeah. Because I have several. I have several family members who love to quote a Bible verse, Mm. and I have a friend, a few friends that love to quote the Bible verses, but in particular, family members. When I'm holding, let me think. I got to say this. Mm-hmm. When I'm thinking, when I talk about holding a firm boundary in our conversation, mm-hmm. well, Ursula, you know, the Bible says, no, we're not doing that. Let's have a, an adult conversation with some, uh, without the Bible verses. I get it. And I, I used to think, oh, my God, that's blasphemy. No, it's called no. effective communication. And right. don't freaking gaslight me, because that's what it is.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Gaslighting, um, spiritual manipulation. Yeah. Um, using the Bible as a tool of control.
0: Weapon. Go ahead.
1: Bible verses and... And then you pull one out that, that fits magically fits this situation. So you can get the desired result that you want to get out of the situation. Control. Control manipulation.
0: Mm. No,
1: no, we're not going to do that. Because somebody else is holding a boundary or, you know, it holding you accountable or. Uh, voicing their perspective or opinion or telling you an expectation that they have for you or the relationship, the interaction that y'all have together, Mm -hmm. and then you slap down Bible verse on them, we ain't finna play that game.
0: (laughs) I love what you said, choose one.
1: (laughs) Yes, we're not going to do that.
0: We're not, not at and all.
1: Don't go to telling me about what John or Mary or Joseph did in the Bible. <laughs> we talking about modern day times and what we talking about today. Don't want to <laughs> hear that. What's
0: going on at eight thirty tonight, right now,
1: right now, <laughs> if you don't have a pertinent argument or uh, opposing Perspective for what I am saying in plain English, don't hit me with no Jeremiah 29 and 11. (laughs) And then you want me to go in and babble and read it and then try to apply to what we're talking about? (laughs) No, no, no.
0: Oh my god, that goes in with the uh, number one separate your emotional energies from yours <laughs> from <there. laughs> yeah oh my god i love
1: this video uh i think i shared it with you and Tashura the other day about the um the strict energy diet i must have missed i might i don't think i'm i might have i think i just to. i shared it on instagram okay um and this girl was talking about she's on a strict energy diet, and she's only, you know, expending her energy in situations and people who feel like growth, who feel like love, who feel like respect. Yes. And if it don't, if it feel like anything outside of those things, I don't even want to be. I don't even want it. I don't want it.
0: I love that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look on your page for that. Yeah. And it's, and it's all about
1: knowing where you are at specific points in your life. Maybe you are in that season right now where that's all you want to deal with mm-hmm. because that's all you have the energy for. And, mm-hmm. and and as you go through your process, you can start to add more things on to it. But at this point right now, I I don't want to deal with none of that other stuff, that extra stuff that you're bringing. And that's mm-hmm. one of my boundaries and then if that doesn't work for you right now, where you are at your time in life, then this is a period of time, a season where we probably won't interact with each other so much. Right. And it's not personal. No. But that's what people need to stop doing. Stop making other people's boundaries personal to you.
0: I love that.
1: Because mm. what's going on inside of me is about me. It's not about you.
0: mm. That goes to number nine on this list. This, These are different tips mm-hmm. that uh, you, just to learn how to let go mm-hmm. of things that no longer serve you. And what you just said goes back to number nine, the self-care and lower expectations to keep calm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I love number eight as well. Focus on what you can control, namely yourself.
1: Phew. Now see, that's a big thing. Cause I I was a control freak. Mm. I needed to control everything in my, you know, in my vicinity, in my environment. And it got to the point where I was, you know, like if 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 I'm in a relationship and I feel any little shift in your energy towards me. I need to know what that is. I need to know what made it, what made that shift so I can shift it back in my Ooh. favor.
0: That's some deep stuff. Yeah. That's some good self awareness, sis. Mm-hmm. My God. Um, I love this. Um, get number seven, get plenty of support. Scratch the Al Anon part, but get plenty of support. Mm hmm. I, I see that as in a tribe that I have, who yeah. I can talk to, like yourself. Yes. You know how we share in our group chat? You know, it's like a it's constant learning all the time yeah. and to be aware of who you keep in your tribe mm-hmm. or yeah. absorb that energy from them.
1: Yeah, they say that you are the sum total of the five people that you spend the most time with. In, in presence and communication
0: really that mm-hmm. puts a smile on my face <laughs> and and and
1: you cannot spend a significant amount of time with a person without absorbing some of their energy their behaviors their mindsets and mm. their beliefs so the people that you spend the most time with those are the people that you have the most in common with, and for people to say that I can you know I can spend time and be in a relationship with a cheater or a murderer, but it doesn't reflect on me. that doesn't mean that I'm like that or that doesn't mean you know that I believe what they believe mm. eventually it's it's like osmosis eventually mm-hmm. Y'all are going to balance each other out. You're going to absorb some of their beliefs and thoughts and they're going to absorb some of y'all's and then y'all going to even out, but you cannot spend that much time around them and not be affected. Agreed. By the way they think and the way they move.
0: Wow. That that's, that's some deep stuff right there. Cause I'm right now I'm thinking about different circles i've had not saying mm-hmm. that any was bad or worse or good it's just it truly was a, f- a reflection of how i was internally feeling
1: mm-hmm. subconsciously so
0: how i was feeling
1: yes even yeah. in romantic relationships when you go yes. back in time it gives you a snapshot of where you was at that time and how you felt about yourself
0: absolutely whoo well, I love one of the key words you said. Choose one. So we're gonna mm-hmm. play a little game before we get off. And people in the comments listening to this, I want you to play along too. I'm gonna put this on the screen. I want you to choose one. Well, we okay. have about three to go. So I need you to think Snap. on the feet. Sis. Think on
1: my feet. Okay.
0: Here we go. And everyone in the in the comment section listening one's got to go. <laughs> uh, Wait, well, why don't you read Because you know, this is an audio podcast as well. Okay, so read them out loud. The
1: all right, we have Bernie Mac, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, and Kevin Hart. Kevin, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that one was too easy,
0: at least for me. <laughs> I didn't even get it all out. I was going to say one has to go in all of their work. Just <laughs>
1: yeah Kevin got to go
0: let's see what the people say in the comments
1: Celeste said Eddie
0: no Celeste <laughs> Celeste I'm about to unfriend Celeste are you serious Celeste Eddie Murphy
1: <laughs> Celeste that means you gotta let go of Harlem Nights you got to let go of Coming to America, The Nutty Professor, uh, Trading Places. Celeste
0: um. so is like, I said what I said. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she she changed her mind now. She said, oh, all their work, Kevin. Okay. So she changed so- it. She changed it to Kevin. Celeste, <laughs>
0: we're friends again now.
1: Ooh, I was about to...
0: Okay. Our whole childhood was
1: going to be gone.
0: <laughs> Celeste said, uh, wait, where is it? She says, sorry, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to put some of the comments on here. Uh, see, Joan, yes, Joan, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Hey, Laquita, she said, this is blind guy, his wife, and their life. My schedule won't let me be great, but I'm here for the goodness. Thank you. (laughs) Strict (laughs) energy diet. Say what now?
1: (laughs) Yes.
0: Okay, here's another one before you get off. We have a few more. Let's see. I want you all in the comments to explain um, why you would choose this person or this group. Can you see it? Yeah. Take, take down the comment.
1: Oh yeah. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So one got to go. You got to read it out
0: loud.
1: Okay. One got to go out of these six shows. We got the Jamie Foxx show. We got, excuse me.
0: And when they go, meaning again, all their work is going to be gone. So all the people in that show. Yeah, well, the show itself, the show will just disappear. Oh, just
1: the show itself, okay. The Jamie Foxx show, Moesha, Living Single, The Wayans Brothers, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Martin. This is easy. Um,
0: It is for me, too. The Wayans Brothers. (gasps) What? I never watched that show. You know what? Where's the delete button so I can get you <laughs> off of this live stream? It would I'm be out of the Williams it. Brothers
1: or the Jamie Foxx show. Because all the other, the
0: other four, I love them. Even Mo- Moesha would have been my choice. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it, Moesha. I liked it too, but compared to the others, anybody in the comments, let me know what you all would say. I can't believe you. Oh wait, here we go.
1: Okay, Celeste said Moesha. <laughs> oh, he said throw Kevin in the track. Yes,
0: Lakita. <laughs> Celeste said she was really into the other shows. That's right. Jamie Fox? Joan. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I gotta respect everybody's comments. And uh Celeste also said Moesha. Moesha other shows. Okay. So few more. I really need everybody's participation in this. One has to go in relationships.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> One has to go. So I'm going to read them out to y'all. Is either honesty, communication, trust, or chemistry. Oh boy um Isn't this a hard This is hard It's going to have to be chemistry Because I can't do without Trust and honesty or communication Get out of my head
0: That's exactly what I was going <laughs> to choose Let's see <laughs> Celeste. this is horrible <laughs> It is horrible ain't it <laughs> She said chemistry as well. And blind guidance why well. I said bye, Moesha. That's from our other slide. I agree, Laquita. Laquita. Yeah, this is um mine would definitely be chemistry for sure. Okay. Oh, Joan said, I need them all. But I Joan, know the middle of the screen says one gotta go, sis. <laughs> but I, I get it though. I get it. All right, here we go. One's got to go. Compromise, consistency, support or laughter.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh talk, no. Talk to me
0: in the threads. All the listeners talk to me.
1: Um shoot. Uh,
0: <laughs> um
1: we ain't going to make it without laughter. I'm just sorry.
0: Um, Joan said support. Yeah. Hey, Joan, I miss you, by the way. Oh, God. I can't. <laughs> Celeste said oh. I can watch Kevin Hart for some laughter. You know what? Cel- Let me take this off. <laughs> I Celeste is about to get deleted. From- <laughs> Let me delete her out my phone right now. We all like Kevin Hart. (laughs) Celeste, I need you to uh, to choose one's got to go compromise, consistency, laughter, or support. You too, Erica. I'm stuck. Uh, uh,
1: I I know. This might be why I ain't finna get in no relationship because I gotta have all these.
0: <laughs> Just like Joan said, I need them all. Um I guess I would let
1: go of support. Mm, okay. I okay. support myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh she said Celeste said <laughs> I said, Ooh, laughter, man. See,
1: we're not gonna be sitting up in here tight faced it all day. We just can't <laughs> do it. <laughs> you gotta knows. make me laugh, sir, because I'm gonna make you laugh.
0: Blind guy and his wife said goodbye. Support because most people's support is their standard, not mine. Okay. All right i I hear you, girl. Speak your speech. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Joan said, I agree with her. I support myself. Yes. Well, I'm going to have to be honest. And I know um, if I don't have these, I, it'll be triggering from my childhood triggers. So the relationship wouldn't work. It wouldn't I, work. I definitely I need the consistency.
1: Oh, if we don't get the consistency, we're not gonna get to any of the other stuff.
0: That'll be a hard stop. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta be cons. I read somewhere where they said a man's gift to a woman is consistency.
1: I really I really want to vote to make consistency a love language. Ooh. Cause that's one of mine if you showing up every day and you're being who you say you are every day
0: mm. you got me yeah that that is a, if you're consistent I, I'm happy and mm-hmm. I'm going to be consistent as well it's definitely both ways it wouldn't be one-sided at all
1: exactly Because in the consistency, that's where you're going to get that feeling of safety and security.
0: Yes, ma'am. Oh, that would be a good uh, topic. Consistency. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Mm. And what that represents, you know, and if you get different people in on that um, conversation, you will probably hear a lot of different representations of what consistency means to them.
0: Mm, I like that uh, let me read this Lakita said "Now nah, you have to add good to that statement because some men and women are consistent <laughs> <laughs> you right
1: <laughs> well at least they're consistent so I know if you showing up trifling every day I know. Bye. (laughs) Don't come at me being good and then switch up with the (laughs) trifling. Be consistent in whatever you are. (laughs)
0: That's a good one. That's a good one. So if you all would love to support my channel and you'd like to buy me a coffee for my next podcast, I'm going to drop the link. And if you'd love to just support, show some love, let me put it in the comment section. Definitely a visit there. You can support the channel. And you can also, I'm going to have a, somewhat like a Patreon starting. So if you love to be a supporter just to see some of the behind the scenes content that I'm doing and you want to be a part of it, please go to this link. I'm putting in the show description notes excuse me, in the comment threads. And there we go. Just popped up.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, And also, if you're viewing on Facebook or Twitter, make sure and go over to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together YouTube channel. Subscribe to that page as well as Erica's page, which is Dope Discussions Live. And here it is. Once again, you can take a screenshot in case you forget. Right there. Erica, do you have any parting words? I just want
1: to say thank you for inviting me as your first guest of 2022. We kicked it off with what to let go of for 2022. Yeah. So if you want a recap of what we are letting go you ha- you got your graphic to pull up there. We can just go back down the
0: list. Sure, let's see. Well, here is one. Yeah, is that so the one or so the other. Yeah, one?
1: We're we're just letting go of everything in twenty twenty two that no longer serves us, doesn't help us grow, doesn't help us elevate to our best selves, doesn't promote healthy. In happy relationships. Mm
0: -hmm. Just
1: take 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 inventory of all of these areas in your life and decide what needs to go and what can stay, you know, because we are in charge. We are in charge of the outcomes of our life. And so often we give too much power to outside sources, to outside people, to outside Mm -hmm. opinions. And it all begins and ends with us. Absolutely. And what looks right for me won't look right for Ursula, won't look right for Celeste. So it all has to be individual. What is right for you? Right. Not what's being promoted on social media.
0: None of that matters. What feels right for you? And as far as the mindset how you want to shift your mindset. Some of these, uh, let's see, right here would be the constant comparison, the negativity, the one-sided friendships, self-criticism, unhealthy habits, grudges, inadequacy, trying to be perfect. Mm. Mm -hmm. That goes into slides into the Black Superwoman Syndrome. Mm -hmm. But you know that no longer serves us. No. No. We're literally walking around with Mm -mm. (laughs) robots. Um, Self-doubt. Insecurities. And guilt. We didn't touch on guilt, did we?
1: We sure didn't. And I tell you what. That trying to be perfect. That's when we need to just kick, 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 kick to the curb. Mm -hmm. And that falls when with the people pleasing that you and I have both talked about extensively that we experience is trying to be people pleasers, trying to portray a image of perfection that does not exist. And you really cannot inspire a world full of imperfect people by being perfect because nobody can relate to that. And the people who who look up to you, they will always feel like there's some unattainable goal. Mm-hmm. You have to make it relatable. You inspire people in your imperfections.
0: Mm. We have a comment before we go on from Blind Guidance Wife. She said, Erica, you have been amazing. Love your common sense. of. That's a perfect way to describe you. Approach. thank you yeah i love your common sense approach to things we can pay attention and do better for ourselves and you're encouraging us to do so thank
1: you thank you thank you i appreciate that so much that was beautiful love that's it. beautiful queen hey, Cole. queen Cole. <laughs> good point <laughs> erica thank you <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be having y'all ladies on in, in pretty soon. I'm going to be having a, a, a ladies panel and I want to get Queen Cole and Ursula and some more ladies. We're going to have a, a high powered conversation.
0: You know, it's funny you said that because I I don't know what made me think of this, but I went across. Uh, I saw one of the flyers. Mm-hmm. When you had your super panel. And I was thinking, I wonder when Erica's going to do another one. That was amazing that night. It was. It was
1: awesome. The synergy and all of the different perspectives. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, it was good.
0: Right. And I loved it because just looking at it and you just see all these beautiful Black women. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: Queen Cole said, yes, let's do it, Erica.
1: Yes. She's
0: like, I got to get y'all for my season three.
1: Let us know.
0: I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be, be okay. Let's see. So, um, I think um, what blind guy and his wife said that was a good way to end the show.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, thank everybody for all of the the kind words and the comments and the participation. It was awesome. And as always, Ursula is a very gracious hostess. the hostess with the mostest (laughs) kicking off 2022 and guys this Sunday I'm having a show I'm having a um Miss Larissa Bates she is a film editor producer and she's the author of a women's empowerment book series Mm. it's a fictional book series about um the her her character is Bonita Jenkins and she's like a private eye FBI CIA type of <laughs> character but she's like a real black girl from the streets mm. so she's going to be on the show and she's going to be talking about her book series and then we're going to be discussing the relationship between creativity and mental health <gasps> and how they go hand in hand and how they affect each other
0: you know mm. I may have to be an incognito special guest. I'm going to be <laughs> up in the comment section. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to have to try. I'm going to try to, because you know, it's almost a playoff. So, with football, oh, yeah.
1: Playoff. I forget the football people. So you can dip and dab in there.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a good. So tell everybody what time you come on and what time zone. Yes. You don't want anyone to miss it.
1: So y'all can join us live on Sunday. It's 6:30 Central Standard Time or 7:30 Eastern Standard Time. we go live and we're on YouTube, and you can go ahead and subscribe so you'll get notifications when the show goes live.
0: And make sure when you subscribe that you click the bell.: Yes. For both of ours, but Erica's coming up next. So put the click the bell so that you get all notifications and make sure and share the channel, the links. Oh, we got some more comments. Oh, Joan, you're welcome. She said thank you, ladies. Thank you, Joan. All right. Well, I'm gonna call it an evening. Oh, and once again, um, next. Thursday, next Wednesday, I'm going to have two shows coming on. So, Wednesday is going to be about procrastination. And then, Thursday is going to be a fan favorite, Cody Knox.
1: Awesome. I can't wait.
0: Yes, ma'am. All right, you all have a good evening. Happy New Year. And we'll see you next week
1: the queen, sisters manifesting new dreams, get your cream by any means, and being with self-esteem, Supreme and Buddha walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka, Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting close to God, huh? Brunch it with your squad or taking a girl's trip. Adjust your crown, you guys gift to the world, sis. Celeste your body, drink your water.
0: Meditate, sin kiss, goddess, heavenly order. Levitate, tribe of Ashanti. Black girl magic, melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish. whether you you bougie and savage, you a gift and a treasure. You got to love a black girl getting a shift together. Black girls are getting a
1: shift together. These black girls getting a shift together, man. These black girls are getting a
0: shift. 2020 has proved that we must be prepared for the unexpected, which is why you should contact an Edward Jones financial advisor like Tonda Leo Day. Contact him at 770 466 0031 to schedule an appointment tell him black girls getting their shift together sent you